Welcome to the Thriving Authors Podcast, where we delve into all aspects of what it takes to get your dream book out of your heart, onto the page, and into the world, connecting with a wide audience of readers. I'm Dallas, and I don't just want you to be a published author. I want you to be a thriving author, confidently sharing your ideas, making an impact with your words, and owning your unique voice that deserves to be heard. I've spent the past two decades immersed in the publishing industry, building my career as a best-selling author of five books and counting. As a book coach, I have helped dozens of women birth their books and live their dreams. And here's what I know to be true. You deserve abundant creativity, a nurturing writing practice, and a supportive community that inspires and uplifts you through the ups and downs of the writing life. I want to help you write and publish your dream books that grow your audience, grow your business, and grow your legacy. On this podcast, you will find behind-the-scenes lessons from my own book writing and publishing journey, interviews with successful published authors, and tips and advice you can start using today to move you forward in your writing life. You don't have to do this alone. Let's get started. Hello, friends. I think I am live. Hello, hello. Oh, it's so nice to be here with you today. Um, thank you for your understanding. I was planning to go live yesterday, um, but I was home by myself with two little sick kiddos. So it just was not, it was not going to happen, which I think actually is um, kind of a theme of this whole week of revamping our writing routine, especially a theme of yesterday, day five with being consistent. Um, hi, Patricia. So happy to see you here. Um, just a big theme of that is really giving ourselves grace and knowing that our writing routine is something that we build as like this safe space for us, this place that we have this connection and it's something that we can just return to again and again and again. It's not going anywhere. We don't have to chase after it. It's not going to disappear. It's something that's just like there for us when we're ready to return like this home base. So um, yeah, in some ways it kind of felt fitting that yesterday was the day when I was supposed to be with all of you. I had some writing time planned and um, you know, it didn't happen. This happens in my life as well. It happens to all of us. And just knowing that then when things do calm down or the storm passes, we're able to return to our writing routines um, with renewed joy and like freshness. Um, it's a theme that's come up a lot the past couple of weeks in my Thriving Authors Academy too. So just wanted to share that with you, but thank you for your understanding and for being with me here today. Um, I just wanted to, I have a prize package uh, winner to raffle off here, but I also just wanted to um, spend some time just really celebrating you and your hard work over this past week, like really taking the time to carve out um, to do each day's action step and think about your writing and think about how you want your writing routine to feel. And I just think really giving yourself credit and kudos for participating in this challenge. I want you to share, um, whether you're watching this live or you're watching the replay, if you want to share in the comments, I would love to hear, um, what is a big takeaway that you experienced this week together that you want to carry forward with you beyond just this challenge that you really want to like 
stay, um, stay attuned to carry with you into your writing life in the future. I think it's so great to really recognize and celebrate those aha moments of those wins that we have and try to kind of integrate them into ourselves and carry them forward. So what I don't want you to do is to just sort of like tie this up in a bow, put it aside and um, carry on with life as normal and not really take all of the things that you did or experienced or learned from the challenge. I want you to take that into your life moving forward into the future. So I would love to hear if you want to share in the comments, any takeaways that um, you realized this week, or maybe it's something that you already knew that this week kind of helped you like remember or refocus on. Um, would love to hear that. So just to remember as kind of a recap of the week, there were five action steps um, that I think this is a great challenge to, to save and like to just have in your back pocket to come back to whenever you feel like you need a little bit of a reset with your writing routine. If you're ever feeling kind of like discouraged or maybe low energy or you're kind of dragging, maybe you're not really excited to do your writing time. It can just be great to revisit these five simple action steps and um, and just kind of get that like nice little reignite, reignition, <laughs> um, just kind of a, a reconnection to your writing. Um, I tend to revisit these probably at least I would say every quarter or every six months. Um, for me, my desk is the first thing to really get kind of cluttered and um, not to feel so great. So um, that is the first thing that we did for day one was to really make space for yourself and to make your space kind of your own. So some people share that they work somewhere like at a kitchen table or somewhere communal. And so a great trip tip to do for that is to have like a placemat or a scarf or a blanket or something that you really like set down in that communal space. When you are claiming that as your writing space, that can make such a difference just for it to really feel like yours during that um, space of time that you are writing. Um, if you have a desk where you do your writing, just really kind of clearing that off and only having in your space things that make you feel um, inspired, that light you up, just really trying to curate that space as a place of creativity. And some people share that if um, that, that their space they share with other work they do, maybe you are at the same computer, like for your day job and your writing time, if there are things you can bring in to differentiate that time. So it's like you turn off your work brain for your day job and you do something to the space to make it feel like, okay, now's time for my creativity. Um, one fun way to do that is if you have like special lights or something that you turn on, maybe you light a candle, turn on your twinkle lights. Now it's your special writing space. So I think it can be really helpful to have that distinction. It's like you're physically creating something to signal to your brain that this is my safe space to write and this is my time to write. Um, Patricia, I love this major lesson you shared. To focus and to work, you need clear space and a dedicated space for writing. I'm so, so glad that that um, just really came through for you this week, Patricia. So, so grateful to have you as part of the challenge. Ooh, and I love that. A candle and an essential oil reed diffuser. I love that. I am also a big fan of candles and essential oils are so nice to um, kind of bring in that scent, which can, I did a whole um, interview with 
this wonderful um, coach, Brianna, and that was for my Thriving Authors Summit last year, which you can find if you just search for um, Brianna here in the Facebook group, you can find it at a whole interview with her about using essential oils in our creative practices. So that could be a great one for you if you haven't seen that yet, Patricia, to watch that. Um, wonderful. Okay. And so that was day one, was just really like clearing, clearing the space, really like claiming your space for your writing. And as a writer, this can make such a big difference. If you would just imagine going into that space when it's clear and clean and it's yours versus if you're trying to kind of like elbow out space for yourself um, with all this clutter or at a communal space, it just, the whole way that it feels entering your writing is so different. Um, day number two, really building off of that is to set an affirmation for your writing time. And this is also one that I like to revisit and kind of change up based on how I'm feeling in my writing or what project I'm working on. So I really was so um, moved to see people share their different affirmations. Um, that's a great one. You can look at day two in the group where people were posting their affirmations. It's always fun to read other people's affirmations and maybe take pieces of other people's to use as your own and full permission to borrow if someone shares an affirmation that really hits your heart full permission to borrow that and to use that in your writing time as well. So that is another one I like to um, physically bring it into my space. So by writing it out and posting it on the wall or um, on my computer monitor, it can be just really a great visual reminder of that affirmation as well. And I like to say it out loud before I sit down to have my writing time just to really kind of let those words sink in. Um, one that came up in my coaching call, I had a coaching call this morning for Thriving Authors Academy. And we were talking about um, just this whole idea of like I shared with yesterday, my kids being sick, not being able to write the way I wanted to. Um, sometimes we can feel this sense of like pressure around our book projects. Um, but an affirmation that came up there was this idea of, um, in addition to this is like the perfect, there is no perfect time to write. There is only now, which is my current affirmation. This idea of like, I am at exactly the right time with my book. I'm not too early. I'm not too late. Like everything is unfolding at the perfect time for me and for my creative, creative project. So that's one you can borrow if that resonates with you. Um, for day three, um, it was music was day four. Day three was to make it special. So, um, this is another really fun one. It might be my favorite out of all the days is to find a way to make your writing time feel really special. And, um, like this time that you're looking forward to not just one more thing on your to-do list, but something that you actually are excited about doing. Um, and there are some really easy ways to do that. Like I shared, I love using a special tea, um, which actually I'm giving away as part of the prize package, my favorite Harney and Sons green tea that I only drink during my writing sessions. Um, you can bring in a special like snack. I think Patricia's ideas with the candle or the diffuser is a great way to make it special using like scent. Um, any, any way that you can make your writing time feel like this, something you're doing for yourself, right? Like a way that you're connecting to yourself. Um, it's not just one more thing that is in your, you know, to-do list, but it's something that you really um, are doing for you. And that I think really will sustain you throughout your writing life, not just for this one book, not just for these goals that you have for this project, but really this like foundational thing, this connection that you have with yourself and with your creativity, this gift that you're giving yourself. 
when we make it special, it really kind of sets the tone for that, right? That this is something that we look forward to doing. This is something that we deserve. We're worth it. We're worth this time. And our book is worth our time and our attention. So I love hearing ways that you um, make it special because those are also, I think, great things to borrow from each other. Day four is to bring in music. If that is something that you enjoy in your creative time, I know that some people like to write with silence. So this might not be um, a day for you, but if you do like to write with music or with background noise, I'd encourage you to kind of experiment there, maybe make a playlist just for the specific book. I have some friends who write to um, symphonies or to movie soundtracks to really kind of have this like epic feeling of getting into, um, into the tone of their book, into the adventure. Um, I also know that some people, maybe you don't like writing to songs that have lyrics, but you like to write to, um, maybe like background noise or white noise, or, um, there's something even called pink noise that I've been using with my, um, infant daughter sometimes to, to try to get her to sleep. I guess it has a little bit a little different than white noise. So you can always search that up um, on like YouTube or something to find pink noise, but just playing around with the way that, um, you know, music, background noise, how that helps you maybe get into your writing time or how it shifts the emotions around your writing time. And I think it can be a great signal to our brains if we use the same playlist only to work on our specific book project. It's it's like it's a signal to our brain that it's time to get to work and really sink into this project. And for me, it's made such a big difference at my sort of, I guess, like ability to get get into my creative zone to kind of like shut out all of the noise and the to-dos and everything going on in life. When I put on my book playlist, it's like after probably the first two songs, I'm not even hearing the music anymore because I'm like immersed in the world. I think for me, it really helps me get into my project and kind of like let go of everything else around me while I'm in that creative zone. That's another fun thing to come back to and to play around with and to tweak as you work on different projects. And then day five yesterday is to keep it consistent. And if any of the, out of all the tips, I think this one is the most important. So they kind of all build up to this last one. All of those other tips are ways to try to help it be as easy as possible for you to keep this writing routine consistent, to keep this going, to have this something that you do on a regular basis. We often try to trick ourselves into believing that we need you know, two or three hours or six hours or eight hours or a full day, whatever, to really make progress on our books. But the truth is that little by little, if we just have little bits of time consistently, we will make so much more progress on our books over the long haul. And I think it just is something that we enjoy the process so much more when we're not um, putting a lot of pressure on ourselves to have it be kind of an all or nothing uh, you know, routine where it's like, if I don't write this many words, if I don't write for two hours and it doesn't count. So many clients come to me with that sort of mindset. 
And one thing we work on is, yes, having accountability, but I like to call it gentle accountability to really um, remove some of the guilt or the shame around um, that a lot of us carry around our writing routines and instead make it something that is fun and joyful and that we give ourselves credit for every single time that we sit down to write, even if it's only for five minutes, because that still counts. It's still this connection point with our book project. It's a connection point with our creativity. And I feel like it is such a really brave and empowering and I dare say like revolutionary thing for us to do to really like carve out this time purely for ourselves and for like our creative power and um, that creative you know, divine creativity inside of inside of us, really carving out time to connect with that. That's something that the world around us doesn't always see as important, right? And kind of our like productive, efficient, um, you know, society that many of us live in. We don't often see um, creativity valued. And so I think it really is such a radical and beautiful and important act to carve out that time to connect with our inner selves, to connect with our creativity, to create something beautiful. And um, it's something to celebrate every single time we do it. And it's something to really um, try to do consistently. It like it, it becomes something that we look forward to and that fills us up and it becomes easier and easier the more that we do it. So um, I really hope that this week has helped you think about your writing time as this gift that you are not only giving the world with this book that you are writing, but also this gift that you are giving yourself every time that you sit down to write. And I shared a little bit of my thoughts on that and how my perspective has really shifted over time um, from kind of a place of more like putting pressure on myself to, um, you know, produce this writing and to more now instead of thinking about something I'm doing, it more has become like this way of being and this, um, you know, connection with myself. I agree with you, Patricia. Once we create our work, the entire world gets better. It is so, so true. It's like this gift we're giving ourselves and then this beautiful ripple effect, this gift that we're giving the world. And you have no idea how far the ripples are going to go and how many lives your book is going to touch. And the ripple effects that it will create from those people that read your book and then maybe are inspired to um, make changes in their own life. And so I just think um, it's really shifting from this idea of like writing is something that we're doing and it is something that we do, you know, obviously, but for me, it's now become this kind of part of my identity, this this way of being and um, something that I just is so ingrained in me and I just so look forward to and enjoy that it really has become just such a gift. And so I hope that you are feeling that same way after the end of this week and that you know that it's something that really is like a part of you and lives inside of you that nobody can take away from you and that you can tap into at any time. It doesn't matter if you, you know, are away from writing for for months or years, like it's always something that you can come back to and your writing routine is like the safe home that you can always return to and will be there for you no matter what's going on in, you know, the outside world or um, your life outside of writing. It's kind of like this little safe harbor that you can come to to connect with yourself. So I hope that this week has really made you feel inspired and um, uplifted and that your writing routine feels, you know, more like home than ever before. 
And these are tools that you have that you have in your toolbox that you can return to again and again. Um, it just was really fun to be doing this together and just to feel like the momentum and the excitement of community of doing this together. Um, and so on that note too, I wanted to let you know, you might've seen in my emails um, that I've been sending out that the doors are officially open for my community, um, my six-month small group program, Thriving Authors Academy, that helps women give birth to the books inside of their hearts. Um, and if you enjoyed our week together with Revamp Your Writing Routine Challenge, I think that Thriving Authors Academy would be such a wonderful um, fit for you because it really is like this momentum that we've built this week and this sense of community and being supported and being inspired and like not being alone, all of that is such um, an integral part of what we do in Thriving Authors Academy. And um, I would just love, love, love to invite you to apply to be part of this next round. It goes from April 8th until October 1st. So it is six beautiful months of um, personal support. Um, great, Patricia. Yeah, let me know if you have any questions. Um, all of you who have participated in this challenge, you get a special um, 10% off of um, registration for Thriving Authors Academy. And there is also a bonus if you register before March 20th, you get a free one-on-one um, -on -one session with me, this like a bonus intensive session with me that you can do anytime, um, either before the program starts or during the program. A lot of people will do that bonus before the program starts to kind of really like hit the ground running. Um, but it is such a, just a really magical, um, community of women um, who are all working on these books that really matter to them. And it's really amazing to see what can happen when you, you know, carve out the time and space to write, really commit to your writing, really claim your identity as a writer, say that your book matters, your book is important. 2023 is the year that you are going to write your book and you aren't going to do it alone because you know that you don't have to do it alone. You can do it in a supportive, nurturing community. And for so many people, myself included, that just makes all the difference. Um, and a lot of what we talked about this week with this challenge is this idea of not just writing your book to check it off your list, but really wanting to enjoy that experience of writing your book. It's such a transformational process. And I think that so many times that's not even talked about when we um, hear people, you know, give coaching around writing a book or talk about their programs to help you write their book. I think often so much is focused on like the, um, the knowledge that is being imparted. And my program does, I do share all of my knowledge with you. I have like 20 um, video lessons that you get that are yours to keep forever. We have weekly coaching calls where you can ask me any questions that are coming up for you around your book project, what's keeping you stuck, like what you want help with. So definitely I'm there to impart the knowledge, give you all the guidance I can, um, to help you move forward. But even more than that, I think that so often these programs don't really even talk about how it feels to write our books and kind of like that, um, more the feminine side of, um, you know, the process, our relationship with our creativity, connecting with our book and all of that to me is so important on even like this grander level beyond just this one book that you are working on. And I think that's why I have, I have so many women who will sign up with me again and again for Thriving Authors Academy to work on additional books or people who I hear from years later who, you know, are still coming back to this like foundational work that we did 
during our time together. And I just think it can be such an empowering and transformative um, shift that happens in this beautiful container, this six-month container of support for you is in Thriving Authors Academy. And I have so many women who tell me like, I knew it was going to be amazing. I knew I wanted to join and sign up. But until we started and I got to actually experience um, your loving support and being held by these other women on our weekly calls, like I just had no idea how magical this was. I wish I could just like impart that to you. It really is a special, special group. And I feel so honored that I get to be part of it and to be part of your creative journey. Um, it's not something that I take lightly. It's something that I really, it means so much to me. Um, and so if you do have questions, if you have an inkling, this is something that you're yearning for um, in your creative life. If you really want this support and this community, if you want um, to, if you want me to journey with you over the six months as you write your book and edit your book and publish your book, I would just be so overjoyed to welcome you to Thriving Authors Academy. You can always find out more at thrivingauthorsacademy.com. You can also um, message me here on Facebook or send me an email um, if you would like to just book a free 30-minute call with me just to chat about it. I would love to hear if you have questions about like your book, your writing process, kind of where you are in the process. I would love to chat with you and to kind of figure out, is the Academy something that would really help you move forward um, in your goals, kind of based on exactly what your book project is and where you are? Would love to talk with you individually about that. So you can, if you go to thrivingauthorsacademy.com, you can um, schedule a time to hop on my calendar and to chat with me about it. So I would love, love, love to do that um, and just encourage you to reach out if you are interested. Like I said, there's that bonus before March 20th and spaces are already filling up um, and it is a small group container. So if you are interested, please let me know so we can hop on a call and we can figure out if this is something um, that you would like to do in 2023. You start April 8th. Okay, my friends, thank you so much for being part of this challenge. Um, just sending you so much love, a great big hug on your writing journey. And I love being part of this community on Facebook with you. And I'm looking forward to continuing to hear about how your writing routine um, shows up for you and nourishes you. And so please feel free to give us updates here in the group, whether it's a week from now or a month from now about how things are feeling after this challenge. We'd love to hear it. Okay, I'm sending you a great big hug and have a wonderful weekend. Happy writing. Thanks for spending time with me today. Please hit that subscribe button so you'll never miss an episode. And I would love for you to join me in my free Facebook group. It's called Book Breakthrough Community, and it's full of other heart-centered writers sharing resources and supporting each other. We discuss the podcast episodes. I regularly go live with free challenges, and you may even meet your new writing partner to swap pages with. Join us on Facebook at Book Breakthrough Community. And you can always reach out to me personally at Dallas Woodburn Author on Facebook and Instagram. I would love to hear your thoughts on the podcast and your ideas for new episodes. Until next time, happy writing.